Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on 11 to go this Friday episode here on Right Spokane 11 to go. You betcha, I, I didn't man. know you were coming at me with all 11. <laughs> 11 we're go. talking about 11 citizens initiatives that have been filed to the legislature by the groups that comprise letsgowa.com. So God gave us the 10 commandments and let's go Washington wants to hit Washington state with 11 commandments. Oh, you betcha, man. From the, from the voters. These, yes, you bet. And we are talking about some very, very simple citizens initiatives that have been been filed to the legislature which means ladies and gentlemen that if the signature thresholds can be met and these things get turned in by the end of this year then the legislature will have those petitions in front of them and they will have to do one of a couple of different things they're either going to pass the initiatives as is which we highly doubt that they will the other thing that they can do is they can sue in court to overturn the initiatives like they have historically or like they try to do or Sometimes they can they put them on on the ballot for the 2023 election right sometimes they don't win those lawsuits and then it gets postponed and then they end up on the ballot anyway and so the only way we're going to hold washington accountable at all is by initiative and and citizens initiatives have done pretty well you know we talked on this show we better do some inspiration we're not going to get to it (laughs) all righty now ever had a close counter with a rattlesnake If so, you might have noticed that the sound of the rattle seems to get more intense as you move nearer to the viper. Research in the scientific journal Current Biology reveals that the snakes do increase their rattling rate when a threat is approaching. This high-frequency mode can cause us to think they're closer than they are. As one researcher put it, the misinterpretation of distance by the listener creates a distance safety margin. People can sometimes use increasing volume with harsh words that push others away during a conflict, exhibiting anger and resorting to shouting. The writer of Proverbs shares some wise advice for times like these. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. He goes on to say that soothing and wise words can be a tree of life and a source of knowledge. Jesus provided the ultimate reasons for gently appealing to those with whom we enter into conflict, extending love that reveals us to be his children, and seeking reconciliation. Instead of raising our voice or using unkind words during conflicts, may we show civility, wisdom, and love to others as God guides us by his spirit. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a loving God. Help us to lovingly address issues with those whom we disagree. In your son's Jesus name, we pray. Amen. And, you know, during that inspiration, you know, yesterday's show, we were talking about the LED lights going up in cities and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're definitely on to something there, Tim, because I have seen some news articles where, you know, the latest iterations, the latest generations of LED lighting, which can be adjusted, which can be multi-toned, if you will. Yeah, multiple Uh, frequency basically yeah, multiple frequency that is the key right there because we know where it's damaging to your eyes or it's not yes yeah. we know that emi and rfi radiation or frequency that radiation being caused by frequency does affect your mental and physical faculties in your body right yeah, okay and they could you know tend to fake the mind out and think and make your body tired because the lights are dimmer 
and it seems like it's you know the sun's going down and it's yeah. and it just well, plays they can with do things your, to control control the uh, outside environment which controls human behavior exactly and and so there's a lot of different ways that that can be done and, and washington state's really good at doing them oh, and yeah. normally it's through taxation and regulation and you know the initiative process i i, I want to just talk about an article too that was came out last week and they talked about how the King County voting was pretty high. Yeah. And King County, even though, you know, a lot of folks across the state decide not to turn out and vote because King County decides everything. Well, it's not just King County. Now, King County, I don't know how they get their voters to turn out in such high propensity. Maybe there's dead people voting. Maybe there's people that have already moved and live in different states and they're still voting. I mean, there's been... Well, you know, there was an article that did come out of King 5, which, you know, was basically centered on the midterms here. And King 5 did admit that there were several dead people that ended up voting. Right. But it was a similar situation as as your family situation there that you had explained in the past. Right, right. But there is other problems too where people, right now there's a lawsuit going on because of king county and you know basically they want to make sure that they overturn this whole thing with ballot signatures they don't want they say oh it stops people from voting because you have signature verification and so they say tens of thousands of ballots are put off to the side every single year in washington because either there's no signature on the ballot or it's unrecognizable and i granted i think the signature is a really bad thing to use as far as whether a ballot is a true ballot or not but we also have other information like your address how come they can't use that as verification that oh well we had two voters from that address there's two registered voters that we know have washington state ids social security numbers you know there's other things but nope they just used the signature now we're going to be talking about voter initiatives today and on that there's multiple verification you know pieces there because you have the address that you're registered to vote at that's correct um and you have your signatures so they can determine whether there's actually a voter that's signing the initiative on your ballots they don't use that no they so don't. there's a lawsuit to get rid of the signature for every, and it's been a frustration for me because there's a lot of times where my ballot has had problems because they don't recognize my signature but most of my generation and especially you go younger how often do they sign their name on anything? Right. Do they know what their signature is supposed to look like? Because everything they do now, it's a digital signature. Yeah, that is Yeah, that is true. But I'll tell you, you know, I come from a generation, Tim, where your signature meant everything. Right. And, you know, I and I will tell you, you know, my signature is, has evolved over the years, but maybe once or twice when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, and then I had to figure out how am I going to sign all my documents when I went into the military? Because right. the military made it a point for you to sit down at a table and decide on your signature period this is how you are going to sign all your documents how much of the u.s population has been in the military though that's a good point that's a good point but i'm talking about you know all the boomer generation here oh yeah your signature was everything i mean your signature you could get a you could buy a house you could buy a car you could get a credit card signature everything everything that you did that encompassed everything that you had going on in your life was all based on your signature yeah your good credit your bad credit and and, all your signature and, and my generation's right in the middle where it's like okay signature non-signature but i haven't I, you don't use your oh, signature but you know what if i get not, it if you're i really get it your 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 username and your password's more important than your signature right and you know you, you can have buy heard a house me, with that right? sure you've heard me complain on this show in the past about how my children my both my sons they don't keep copies of stuff that they signed they 
conduct their commerce on their phone. They don't make copies of receipts. Well, you don't even get and a I'm receipt going, What are you anymore? guys doing? I mean, you, you know, uh, there's still places where you get a receipt where you, you know, you use your card and they give you a piece of paper to sign and well, you yeah, sign the, yeah. the receipt and they give you your copy. But there's a lot of places, stores, they're like, do you want a receipt? They don't want to give you a receipt. Yeah, because that's the, an extra step. It's added work. I get and, that. And extra cost. But And then there's the spot on the screen at some places that email me yeah, my receipt, yeah, right? Yeah, give me the email but, and email But they the email receipt. you the receipt. You're not, you're hardly ever do you sign on a piece of paper anymore. Yeah. You're signing on a digital screen. I want to know whose signature on the digital digital screen actually looks like their signature. Right. So right. this whole thing with voting. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to take into consideration when you're doing that digital screen signing thing, you're in a store. Maybe if you're lucky, you have a stylus that's attached to the credit card machine, but right. a lot of them don't have it. So you got to sign with your finger sign with your finger or, or yeah. sign using a mouse. Something. You know? Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a mess. But we have a signature initiative that we're going to be signing. And the reason why we need to sign it is because King County does show up in high propensity voting, apparently. And we can't control the outcome of elections. We all know that our executive branch and our statewide elections sending people to the U.S. Senate, for instance, is is controlled by just, you know, like, what, five, six, seven counties? Yeah, but the only... is that effort central to Seattle? Because it might just be a city initiative. Well, it's not an initiative. It's a lawsuit. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I mean, we're going to see what happens, but there are places where they're talking about getting... Well, actually, there's a couple of states that had that problem back in 2020 election. I think there's probably going to be more information coming out in this from this last election. I think there was a couple of states that said, oh, we got to verify the voter. You can't just not verify the signature. Right, so, right. So we're going to have to solve these problems, but the way we solve the problems in our state... It's going to have to be by citizen initiatives, these 11 initiatives that we're going to talk about, because obviously we can't control the outcomes of elections if you live in 33 of the 39 counties in Washington when six counties are basically deciding for the whole state. Yeah, exactly. So, so there's enough numbers in the rest of the state. And what's interesting, Mike, and what I roundabout way of getting to it is that the citizen initiative process, they might decide the politicians and a few of the policies that get put in place, those six counties, because of the high number of high propensity voters, right. supposedly. But when we do citizens initiatives, and you know this personally, Mike, they're in favor of our policies. Yes, so citizens initiatives are the way to go. So we got 11 of them. 11 of them yeah, we through. sure do, well, man. It's, As a matter of fact. It's, uh, it's, it's a daunting project, but we got to get these things turned in by the end of the year. And we need to do it as soon as possible get those ones that aren't signed order up more go to let's, let's go, go washington.com and and get those things turned in or get some if you're going to collect some signatures look at these policies because the only way you're going to control the state of washington is for them to have to look over their shoulder at the initiative process and say look we can't just jerk around eastern washington central washington south Western Washington in those, you know, peninsula counties, they're going to have to start playing ball. But first, we got to show up on the field, and these citizens' initiatives are the only way to do it. Oh, you bet. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, before we get any further, let me get you some contact info. We're talking about www.letsgowa.com. Again, let's go wa.com. 
Com. If you'd like to send these folks an email to get some additional info that you don't glean off of the webpage, you can send that to info at letsgowa.com. Again, info at letsgowa.com. And it's important to sign these things the way you would sign your ballot. Hopefully yes. a good signature, but also make sure you get all the information on there so they can see, you know, voter address and other information to verify you with. You bet. If you can't do the good old internet thing, folks, pick up the phone, dial up this organization at 425-403-8185. Again, 425-403-8185. 8185. You got to act right now, ladies and gentlemen, because these folks, the sponsors of these initiatives, are looking to turn in these particular initiatives here for processing by December 30th. But they want them from you no later than December 19th, folks. December so 19th. So asking, we're running out of time. That's right. We are running out of time. We need to have you guys take a look at the webpage, download, and print off copies of these initiatives. Sign them and mail them off to the organizers no later than december well, 19th. And they, have, they have packets there are local places that you can pick up packets if you're going to go gather some signatures uh somewhere to you bet uh, and that will be on right the away. webpage yep, you bet be they've the got webpage. pick up towns pick up locations mass signing events and things like this just jump on that webpage and get the job and, done and for the, sure there's a ton of issues here that need to be handled we're talking about crime and taxation and safety and rights of you know your personal rights so we're going to take a break we're going to come right back and discuss the elements of these 11 initiatives that we desperately need to have done here in washington if we want to still consider it washington yeah you bet to our spokane area veterans and their families if you haven't checked out the hilliard veterans of foreign wars post 1474 located at diamond and regal street in spokane you gotta be there or be square the hilliard vfw is there to assist you and yours with all your va questions give them a call at 487 3784. Weekly bingo, cards, bowling, dart tournaments, and meal specials are just a few more things that the Hilliard VFW offers. Stop on by, give them a call, 487-3784. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on 11 to go this Friday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. I hope everybody out there is getting ready for a wonderful weekend. All right, first item, we're talking about initiative 1470. Four, and this is entitled Restore Police Pursuit. We are talking about don't let the bad guys get away. I mean, we have been covering this all year, ladies and gentlemen, and we're basically looking to re-empower the police with the power of pursuit. And we're talking about probable cause versus actually, you know, catching them in the act and whatnot. <laughs> right, right. Just like it used to be. Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, they can even catch you in the act, and if it's not a serious enough crime, they still can't pursue you because the crime doesn't raise to the level of criminality to to pursue you. So, that's right. Like, and they've even so- we've even got examples of individuals, criminals that are calling the nine one one operator, saying, "Hey, I would like to <laughs> report a police officer chasing me." Yeah, exactly. Well, where are you at? What are you doing? Well, I'm broke the law i have a suspended driver's license and i'm here but according to house bill 1510 your was law it 1510 or something to that effect yeah, it, it, it was a, but they actually told the the, the 911 dispatcher. dispatcher the house bill number yes. that basically says that the police officer can't chase him for uh the crimes that they've committed that, that they just admitted to the 911 operator <laughs> right but, but but the bad thing is is that law enforcement 
a lot of the real nasty criminals out there that have caused lots of problems in communities end up getting caught not because they got caught with all the drugs or they got caught in the act of something else they got pulled over for broken taillights or they got pulled over for excessive speed which doesn't raise to the level of being pulled over but that's where law enforcement arrests some of the bad bad guys is is just in routine pull over hey buddy you didn't use your turn signal next thing you know they found a trunk of guns or a trunk of drugs or or they've got an arrest warrant because they didn't show up for a court date and for some reason our judicial system let them out even though they beat up 15 people and they keep you know that so i mean i think that we need to get that signed because we need law enforcement to enforce the laws Initiative 1510, making hard drugs illegal again. Kind of sounds like a Trump marching cry, doesn't it? (laughs) Making hard drugs illegal again. That's exactly what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. Again, to Mike and Tim, we've covered this thing this year. The legislature. What are you talking about? Those aren't my drugs. <laughs> those those aren't my pants. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And and so they're you know empowering drug trafficking by uh, and, and obviously they're empowering people to continue abusing drugs right in public, which. I don't know. Is there a good, uh, we're not allowed to have, isn't it, is it alcohol or cigarette ads on billboards? I believe, I think it's both. So, so that you, you know, they're controlling marketing and advertising, but the drug dealers can have their drug addicts sitting on the corner shooting up. Exactly. And so, you know, we've got to uh, get rid of that, you know, idea. Not that only that, but okay we're talking to- about, you know, minor possession of heroin, meth, fentanyl. I mean, again, minor possession. That right. should be felony level stuff, folks. But no, the uh, Democrat controlled legislature decriminalized well, that and, stuff. And we're talking about a situation where we've got, the overdose deaths and, oh, and yeah. mass addiction to these harmful drugs. We're just helping the drug cartels by, for one, not being able to chase the criminals, and another, where they can't arrest people because they have a little bit of heroin in their pocket. They're exactly. just allowed to wander around doing drugs. Initiative 1512, keeping guns from criminals. This particular initiative, my understanding, ladies and gentlemen, is one that is going to tighten up the red flag laws that we've got here in the state of Washington. Because well, And it's also going to make sure that it's, it's the not criminals about- in possession actually get charged. Right. Well, how many times have we seen vehicle, you know, stopped, uh, officers were able to detain so-and-so that's got 14 felonies and also found weapons and how many times do they have to be arrested when they're not supposed to have weapons and they have weapons even though we know that they've done violent crimes and they just they keep getting out they keep on you know so they keep getting out to keep voting yeah they're voting oh yes they are ladies and gentlemen yes so yeah we've got to put some tighter restraints on that because we don't need to put more restrictions on law-abiding gun owners we need to put the restrictions back into place and actually have some teeth behind unlawful felons carrying around guns yep you bet so they got got a pocket full of heroin and a sidearm that was a stolen sidearm and they're out next week yep there you go initiative 1475 pretty cut and dry ladies and gentlemen this is an inflation combating initiative we're talking about trimming the sales tax by one percent now one percent 10 years ago ladies and gentlemen was one billion dollars Okay. Wow. 1% was $1 billion. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is here, you know, a decade later, but just to give folks a reference, if you will. 
All right, Initiative 1508, cutting the state gas tax by 24.7 cents. I don't know, Tim. I mean, I love getting a tax break. I love being able to save money on the gas, but I mean, is 25 cents reduction in the gas tanks really going to do it for us? Well, I, I think that it's going to make I sure. I get it. I get it at the beginning of this year, you know, when, when inflation was, uh, you know, still being talked about in the media and it wasn't going to be all that ugly. Okay, fine. We did see the gas well, go up. Well, as the legis- the gas went way up. The, the government is making more but, money but on why gas isn't the initiative else? going after, you know, something like a uh, dollar gas tax? So I think that the issue is also look at the gas tax increase basically they're going to tax companies we're going to see it at the pump but we're not going to see it listed as a tax on the pump because that whole increase in carbon footprint things that all the fuel producers are going to have to pay right this tax that we don't even know how much it's going to be i think they'll have to take some of that money and instead of dumping it into woke programs because it's not tied into the transportation budget this new taxation on fossil fuels yeah so they're going to have to roll that money back into transportation i I don't know i I think (laughs) the only way to hold government accountable at this point in time i think is this initiative process being in their face saying as voters we don't want this tyranny anymore and by the way we're taking away some of your budget there you go all right initiative 1509 we are talking about a 250k property tax exemption making home ownership more affordable for everyone and you know this one's definitely got to go hand in hand with the repeal the capital gains tax initiative which is next initiative 1491 yeah, now, well, yeah, putting a cap on those taxes, those those taxes do keep people from being able to purchase a home. You start exactly. looking at the cost of your, your mortgage payment. And, hey, and a didn't we have a discussion three weeks ago about how we know people personally that are paying more on their property tax than they are their mortgage payments? That's right. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're well, their their house is paid off, and they're paying more to live in their house with insurance and taxes than when they bought the house. Yeah, and you nailed it when you said, "Man, I I couldn't even buy my own home in today's economy." Nope. You know, no, nope. it's crazy. Nope. It's, it's it is crazy. So we got <laughs> so we got to get these initiatives signed. All right. So that was initiative number what. 1509 for the 250k property tax exemption and then 1491 is repeal the capital gains tax i'm telling you what ladies and gentlemen over and over and over again the irs has come back to the washington state government and said look this is an income tax an income it's tax. not a capital yeah. gains tax it's not an excise tax well, it is an income tax and over and over the voters have said no and the constitution says no and but they're going to tax you anyways if you let them get away with it that's, that's why we right. got to sign these initiatives get them turned in you bet and just know ladies and gentlemen the initiatives is coming from the fourth branch of government and that is the jury the jury being the people. Us, yeah. Okay? That's the and process. there is such a thing known as jury nullification. All right? This is what initiatives basically are. It's a jury looking at the law, and we're nullifying it. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's the fourth process. branch of government, folks. We've got to exercise our right. There is no doubt about it. All right, Initiative 1480, Emergency Powers Review. 
Now, <laughs> yeah, time to time to dump some of the executive branch powers to shut everything down because oh, of a pandemic. And even despite what you all have heard about emergency powers, you know, going away, what, about 30 days ago, was it? Maybe three weeks ago, something to that effect? Yeah. Uh, no, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, there are still emergency powers that are currently in place, especially for state employees. Oh, yeah. Well, and and these emergency powers, uh, they're outside of the constitutional framework, folks. The legislature has to pass laws to allow the executive branch to do things. And they can't just say, oh, we're going to let the governor decide whatever happens because he declared an emergency. That's called tyranny. And we need to uh, take away those powers to the greatest extent possible. So, and you know what? When when it came time to redecide or reconfigure the emergency powers in Washington state, and the governor was willing to do it, the governor didn't convene the legislature, a full legislature, to debate this, deliberate it and then eke out a decision on what the new emergency powers are going to be he, this guy ended up taking you know high level democrats and a couple of republicans got them all in one room and said boom this is what i'm doing yeah, okay we really didn't get anything out of it folks well, and it, that is the reason why we got to have an initiative and it wasn't representative government no, they're not following not our state constitution and they're violating a lot of citizens rights and if the people of king county want to all hide in their apartments because they feel like they're overpopulated and they're all going to catch the avian flu let them but let it be a local decision not a statewide decision where farmers out in the middle of nowhere are like uh i can't go out in the middle of nowhere by myself without a mask on i have to have a mask on outside all i have is cattle yeah (laughs) you know it's just ridiculous to have you know mandates like that so we got to put the some guide rails on here you bet initiative 1495 and then we got two more left folks we're talking about curriculum transparency this is where we the people get an opportunity to look at the curriculum granted it's not until the school district rolls the curriculum out and exposes it to kids but the parents and the people will get an opportunity now to take a look at and review the curriculum with initiative 1495. Yeah, I don't know that it's a perfect policy by any means, but of course there's a lot of classrooms and teachers and things that they're able to just bring things into the classroom and present them to students. And what this will do is that it will, they'll have to document it according to the law. That's right. And then parents, you won't have to use public records request and then pay the school district, you know, ungodly amount of money. Well, for their and info it, and at this point in time i mean though that process doesn't even work because you can't see it even if you do a public records request because then they'll just show you the basic curriculum they're not going to show you all the extra things that the uh, that they redacted or, the, or, that they, or, or that they either yeah redacted or that they added and the materials that were put in last minute by uh certain administrations or, or administrators teachers right. whatever so uh it gives the the parents a little bit more power in uh, looking at their children's education you bet all right initiative 1502 electoral college allocation well it's my understanding tim that we have got 12 electoral college votes in the state we've got 10 congress people two senators that makes 12 the way that the law is currently in washington as i understand it is you know dependent upon the majority of the votes for instance in the case of biden Biden ended up grabbing all 12 electoral votes, even though, you know, two of the congressional critters didn't vote or two of the electoral electors didn't vote for Biden. And I I think this is a good, you know, basic 
framework for us to maybe later on down the road create a pathway to where we can have maybe electoral votes in the executive branch of our state too yeah. <laughs> so that more than six counties get to speak for all 39 counties but oh uh, that would be kind of cool wouldn't it yeah yeah so maybe a governor that wasn't just a tool could be elected maybe we could have a legislature that's accountable to the whole state instead of just the peninsula yeah, you betcha, man. Have you ever been in a theater, an old, old theater that hasn't really cleaned or dusted their their curtains? You know, the curtains that they bring together and open up? Oh, yeah, up? right, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, this is going to be kind of like walking into one of them old theaters, seeing one of them old curtains, man, and the, the dust and the spiders and the cobwebs and whatnot come well, just crashing well, down. Yeah, it'd be nice to see that puppy coming open and let some light in. So anyway, so that's the last one? Uh, the last one would be Initiative 1505, the Voter Protection Act. This is just a bipartisan review of election results, folks. There you go. All right, you so bet. 11 initiatives. we got to get them signed. we got to get them turned in by what december 15th december 19th and it's let's go washington they've got that website go there get them signed get them turned in let's go washington there you go all of that being said you fathers and grandfathers out there gather up the family glorify and praise god give the family a great big hug and a kiss remind them you love them a lot take them somewhere nice and warm this weekend mike and tim we will see you on monday